Knock knock. Interrupting podcaster. Interrupting. Welcome back to Trip Sitter. Hi. We are here, and that's it. Ooh, can we start off by saying thank you for the four hundred listens? Thank you. We really appreciate it. We've we seen do. an uptick lately. I don't know why. And I have um, realized that what if you, you realized? that if you ask for people to message you, you should probably check the things. Yeah. There's a message on Reddit from like six days ago that I oh, had never cool. seen. Yeah. Cool. 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 Any shout outs? Did they say anything nice? Uh, <clears throat> they wanted to send us something. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, if you do Wait. want to message us, we will make sure to actually read the messages. Yeah. I think um, I'm really bad at checking Reddit, but if you do Twitter or Gmail, you'll more you you'll be more likely to get a quicker response from me because I always forget that there's a Reddit for the podcast. Oh, even though you made it and you manage it. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, we still are looking for trip reports for mushrooms as well. We still want to do that episode. As well as trip reports for today's episode, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. It's such a fun word to say. Spell it. I'm good. All right. You're literally looking at it. I know, but I spelt it a different way every time. What? So, I'm I'm saying it. No one's reading my notes. But I want you to spell it. A Y A H U A C No. A Y A H U A S C A. Okay. Thank I you. Think. That sounds right. Yeah, I know it starts right. with an A. Um sources for today, Wikipedia. A new book that I highly recommend. I don't know if it's new, it's new to me. It's called Magic Medicine. A Trip Through the Intoxicating History and Modern-Day Use of Psychedelic Plants and Substances by Cody Johnson. It's a really cool mm. book. It's got pictures. It's got words. It's got pages. It's got everything you need. It goes through all the different psychedelics. It's good stuff. Sounds nice. Uh, and we have an article called What to Expect When You Drink Ayahuasca by Xavier Frankuski. And that's on azarius.net. And we have some information from ayahuascafoundation.org. So you know it's legit. It's an organization. Okay. Ayahuasca. Yes. What do you know about it? I know that it starts with an A and it has a Y somewhere. And um, So we're starting off strong. I think you drink it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, It is from South America. It's an entheogenic brew. Entheogenic, that word we've used a bunch. Can you tell me what it is again? It's like, it's like a hallucinogenic something. Okay. Basically. Um, It is made from the Banisteriopsis capi vine. And the Psychotria viridis shrub. Good job. And some other ingredients. It's... So it's like a compound. It's a... You could call it a cocktail. Oh. 
Yeah. Fancy. Normally served in martini glasses. Is it really? No, I'm just oh. kidding. It's normally just served in water bottles with no labels. Oh. Um. Then the reason I say other ingredients is because it can be made with a bunch of different stuff. It's... Th- now we're getting into the more, like, traditional religious brews. Mm-hmm. So, like, depending on the shaman that gives it to you or where you go to get it, it could be made with a bunch of different things. It could be made with... Um, I mean, they can put other stuff in the brew. They can also give you, like, a tobacco drink to drink before you take it. That This episode is going to be... There's some dangers here. Okay. There's a little bit of darkness. Yeah. Surrounding, okay. not specifically with the drug, but surrounding the drug, right? Okay. So, let's talk about ayahuasca a little bit first. Uh, the bee cappy which is one of them, the Benistriopsis, whatever. That's a vine. Okay. That contains alkaloids, which are MAOIs, which are monamine oxidase inhibitors. So basically what that means, so you have... Isn't that in antidepressants? Or, no, Tylenol? I I mean, they're, they're just... It's an oxidase inhibitor. It's an alkaloid. It could yeah. be in a lot of different things. But that... So, the reason you need two separate plants mm-hmm. is because you have the P. viridis, which also... Like, you can use a bunch of different stuff for this. But the P. viridis contains DMT. Oh. And the B. cappy contains the alkaloids. Now, oh. normally, when you ingest DMT orally, uh-huh. your body will just break it down. Mm-hmm. And it won't have any kind of psychedelic effect. But if you take it with an MAOI, it gives you a psychedelic effect. It stops your stomach from breaking it down and allows the DMT to enter your bloodstream and become active. Does that make sense? Yeah, but then why can you just take DMT? Uh, Normally, you vape DMT or smoke DMT. Vape DMT? Yeah. Like a vape cartridge or something like that. You okay. combust it. You take it in the lungs, right? Okay. That's normally. I'm just saying that's like a newer way to take it. Oh, yeah. It's a newer <laughs> way. But definitely so. But that's the way you usually take it. Okay. You can't take it orally. Like you couldn't just eat a vine with DMT in it because your stomach would break it down before it would become active. Mm, but okay. when you combine the MAOI, mm-hmm. it allows it to be active taken orally. Okay, I'm following okay. you. That's why it has different stuff in it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have cool street names, really. Like, there's not ayahuasca on the street. But the name means something still. Right? Because we yeah. usually talk about, like, all the different names for stuff. Yeah. This one has different names, but not in, like, the cool street way. Uh, ayahuasca is the Hispanicized or traditional spelling in the Quechuan language. Okay. Um, and that's in South America? The Amazon. Oh, okay. But it says Hispanicized, so that might be the... I'm not sure. That's as much... This is, a nut, this is one of the ones that, like, there's information about it, but it's just been around for, like, yeah. 2,000 years. It's just been around. They've just been using it. 
Like, they, there's not even any information. <coughs> Sorry. There's not any information about where it came from. So in the Quichuan, Quichuan, I'm for sure saying it wrong. Q-U-E-C-H-U-A-N. Okay. Quichuan. I don't know. In the Quichuan language, uh, Aya means spirit, soul, or corpse, or dead body. And Waska means rope or vine. Or liana. So it's it can ayahuasca to de- together mm-hmm. can also be vine of the soul, vine of the dead, spirit vine, like that's what it kind of translates to, right? That's big. Uh, yeah, <laughs> big if true. It, it's true. <laughs> uh, in Brazil, it's also known as capi or sipo. I think I also saw people calling it like yage, y a g e. Uh huh. So I mean, that's another name for it, I guess, too. So there are names. There's names, but it's not like street names. It's just like traditional names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no, there's no cool street names for it, like bubble gum, or, or towel. You couldn't I don't think, know. Of I think of a real think of name. One. I have an entire podcast about drugs, and I could not think of one drug name. All right, so. Um, I'm going to tell you something. It's going to blow your mind. Are you ready? Okay. The Amazon. Yes. Do you Whoa. know what the Amazon is? It's a big rainforest. Yeah. It's beautiful. Are you ready for this? No. Amazon. A, like a lot of different plants. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, 40,000 different plants. That's a lot. I would have thought more. Yeah. But... I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. So, why is that important? It's not. But. <laughs> the it's ecosystem. Just, well, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's crazy because there's a bunch of poisonous plants too, obviously. Yeah. So there's 40,000 different plants. And somehow, the people that have used this for 2,000 years, or probably before that, found the two plants that are not only not poisonous, one that contains DMT, and the other plant that you would have to combine into the brew to make it work. Isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, somebody's got to do it. But how how would they ever, like, think about trying to figure that out? Maybe, like, they were close to it and they ate them. But how would you know you were close to it? Oh, close to the plants? Yeah. But not only that, you have to have the right combination, and then you can't just eat it. Yeah. You have to prepare it. And also, you have to have at least those two separate plants to make one of the plants work. Like, to have the DMT be active at all, uh-huh. you have to have one with the alkaloid in it, with the MAOI, or else you would just drink it or eat it and nothing would happen. So out of all those plants... With no type of, like, science, they were able to find the two without picking a poisonous one and prepare it correctly for it to give them this experience. Isn't that insane? Yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty wild. Like, it's not, like, with LSD, if you ate bread that was made with that, the ergot, ergot, then you would trip. With mushrooms, if you eat the mushrooms, you would trip. With this, it's very specific preparation yeah 
Isn't that that blows my it mind? It is pretty crazy. Well, and when they they'll ask people, uh-huh. and the the shamans say that it's the plants told their ancestors to use them. Like if they they try to like figure it out and they ask people, that's what they say. The plants told our ancestors that this was the right one. Isn't that nuts? Even they like Fuck. there's no no one knows. Yeah, on all I actually researched this time. I'm not just saying that because I couldn't find anything. You sound a lot more prepared for this one. I'm not, but I just sound that way. Yeah, so they just don't know. The plants told them to use them. The fuck? Yeah. That's just it's crazy to me. Like all any of these discoveries are crazy. Yeah. But ninety nine percent of them are like somebody ate it and it worked. Or like just somebody tried it and it worked. Somebody or they had somebody drank piss and it worked. Exactly. Or like MDMA, they had like something they were developing in a lab. Yeah. This is just, it's just crazy to me. Like the mushrooms is crazy too, but eventually someone was going to eat the mushrooms. With this one, it's like, how did that combination ever happen? How did you figure that out, dude? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been, it's been around forever, right? Okay. Uh, it got more attention in the Western world in the 60s because our old friend William S. Burroughs. Oh, Burroughs. And Allen Ginsberg. Uh, oh, those boys. I know. They both went and participated in ayahuasca ceremonies. And they wrote back and forth and they published the letters called the Yagi letters. Oh. It's, that was also crazy to me. Like all these counterculture people. Yeah. Like they're they're popular, but like them and Ken Kesey and all them. They were involved in all of this. Like, they were the OGs back in the day. Yeah. Without them, we wouldn't have known about a lot of this stuff. Mm. It kind of just goes to show, like, the counterculture people that are willing to put themselves out there. Look at all the information they got. Nowadays, they'd be like fucking vice writers or something. (laughs) That's not a great thing to be. Hey, (laughs) they have some good writers. Vice used to be cool. All right. Stop. Um... So, yeah, so this is how. Okay, let's talk about how it's made first. It's made how you would expect it to be made, basically. The two things. You put them together. Yeah, you like pound them. You strip all the bark and then you boil it in water, Mm -hmm. reduce the water and keep reducing it and keep reducing it. It's pretty much how you'd expect. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you keep reintroducing it. And, like, mm-hmm. adding more water and then reducing it more. And then reintroduce the plant matter, add more water, reduce it more. Until you have, like, a concentrated amount. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, a ceremony. This is from that article I was talking about. Um, here's how a ceremony would go. You have a guide, which is called a curandero. Or a trip sitter. A, hey, they said Or the a name. shaman. Or yeah. I'm sure there's other words. Yeah. I also I apologize if I'm offending anyone whose religion this is. Oh yeah. I'm probably getting some of this wrong, but you know, Google only has so much information. <laughs> Google and, and books aren't all the information. Um Are you ready for the best part? Wait. Okay, so we of have the, the shaman. Okay, yeah. Most people are you ready? Doesn't this sound so much fun? Just say it. Violent vomiting and diarrhea. Um, yeah that's a huge part of it so um when you drink you're given the the drink right Mm -hmm. 
Um, Let me go back a little bit. Okay. So you have the guide. A week before the ceremony starts. What? Yeah, this is a week before. um, You follow a strict diet. Okay. And like rules. So no spicy food, no red meat, no sugar, no alcohol, no sex. None of those things a week before to like prepare yourself, right? Well, I mean, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be shitting and puking everywhere. Maybe that's also why. I think I was reading something about the red meat that um, like it could affect it, like the chemicals or something like that. Uh-huh. But I I feel like I've seen a lot of these things with this kind of like, it's not um, not fasting or anything. But yeah. Just avoiding like sugar can mess you up. Yeah. Well, and you just want to have like a clean mental palate before yeah. you go in. Also, I am... For stuff we're going to talk about later, I'm not saying you should try this. No. We we're we're never we... saying you should try this. No, ever. But also, I just want to throw this in here because I'm probably going to say it again also. There's there's complications with medications you could be taking. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to mention that a few times because not all the things I looked at said it. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really careful with medications you're taking Yeah. when you're doing this. I mean, that's with anything really. But, okay, so you have a super boring week before the ceremony, right? <laughs> okay. You're all ready. You're, You're just sitting around. And... You can't have any Taco Bell. Ugh. No beers. Nothing. Um, so then you sit in a circle, and this is where the vomiting and the diarrhea comes in. You're all given a bucket, just in case. Before you drink it? Yeah, they give you a bucket, and you're okay. sitting in a circle. And then gonna, they give you... I'm going to put myself there. Okay. Imagine you're sitting in a circle, okay. holding a bucket, okay. about to have a bunch of diarrhea and vomiting in front of a group of people you don't know. I'm excited. Exactly. Uh, it, I mean, that doesn't happen to everyone, but a lot of people get the nausea and the diarrhea. Yeah. Um, then they give you a cup, like an actual just cup full of the tea. Okay. You drink it. And somebody said in one of the things I was reading, it tastes like a combination of cough syrup and burnt coffee. So not great. Yeah, it's not a great taste. Um, Before that is when they can also give you like the tobacco brew to help with the purging. Because they see the vomiting and diarrhea not as a bad thing. They see it as purging negative energy. Yeah, okay. So you're trying to get every, like that's all the negativity you're getting out of your body, right? Okay. Um. That's how I feel whenever I have diarrhea. I mean, it's pretty close. Or puke. Yeah, I'm just like... getting. No, I don't have diarrhea. I just have a lot of bad thoughts that are coming <laughs> out of me. Out of my butthole and mouth. Um, they can. It can last up to four to eight hours. Okay. And you can. They can redose the medicine two to three times throughout. So you might take two to three cups of the ayahuasca throughout. Does it make the trip longer? Um. Some people were even saying, like, they didn't feel anything after the first cup. That's another thing about this is it's because it's, like, each group probably has their proprietary blend. Uh So it's not, it's not like, here's 150 micrograms of LSD. Like, I couldn't even find any information on dosing like Mm -hmm. I could with everything else because who knows? It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a plant. Where uh-huh. you don't know how much is in the plant, and then you don't know it wasn't prepared scientifically. So yeah. there's a lot of different dosing and stuff that can happen. 
So the two to three times it might just be like one strong trip. It could be really strong. You could feel nothing. Like it's kind of just up in the air. Um, and the shamans sing songs. They sing songs? They sing songs. Aw, that's they, nice. Imagine this though. Because we'll we'll talk about how many ayahuasca like churches there are now. Uh-huh. But it used to be that you had to go to the Amazon to do this. Like when Burroughs and them did it, they went to the Amazon. Well, I could only imagine. So like you didn't take the stuff and go, we'll figure it out. Well, no, I'm just saying like you're if you're coming from the United States, uh-huh. you're going to the Amazon and sitting in the middle of a rainforest, usually at night. So they're saying like besides the shaman singing, which can help you like, I mean, singing can be intense on psychedelics. But besides that, you're hearing jungle noises in the middle of the night in a different country. Like it doesn't, it sounds like I would love to try ayahuasca, but that like being in a different country, not knowing anyone and being that out of your head, it sounds scary. Like I was, I was scared. Like, I'm like, what if like a big forest cat comes? But then also what if just like a poison spider comes up and bites you? Like... Just even hearing, like, a monkey make noises. You'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Am I at the zoo? It would be scary. Um, It'd be like taking acid and then sitting in, like, one of the zoo, like, containment things. (laughs) Like, you take Mm -hmm. acid, then you go sit with the monkeys. No. Why would you do that? It sounds scary, though. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what does a trip feel like? Now that we got the ceremony, you're sitting there. You got your you got your cup, you got your bucket, you're ready to go. Okay. Shaman singing. They uh the article was talking about too, if you are having like an especially hard time, mm-hmm. the shaman might sing directly to you Aww. to like help center you, give Aww. you something to think about. Yeah. Um what does a trip feel like? Yeah. Okay, are you so ready? I've, I've taken the tea. You've drinking your tea. Okay. You're sitting there, you're done puking. Is it like you immediately start puking? No. I'm going to talk about it a little right now, but it you don't, not everyone pukes. Okay. But when if you do puke, you feel way better afterward. Okay. And they say that uh, the one I was reading said the nausea comes in waves. So okay. it can like come and then you're like, okay, this is going to go away soon. Uh, I think one of them described it as it feels like you have a demon in your stomach. Like while it's happening. Oh, God. When the nausea is there. Yeah. I mean, I felt that with whiskey. Yeah. I felt that with Taco Bell. Um <laughs> So, what does a trip feel like? Okay. So, there are, like, for the body, you can feel very hot and then very cold. Like, you can be sweating and then shivering. Okay. Um, Your senses, like, your physical senses all become stronger. Like, you could look up and be like, man, there's a bunch of stars. <laughs> or, like, like, colors and stuff. Like, kind of the yeah. normal stuff, you know? Um, Hallucinations. So... It sounds like when it starts, you close your eyes and you can see like fractal things while your eyes are closed. Like, um, mm. how do you describe fractal things? Like, uh, like those kaleidoscopes? Like a kaleidoscope, that yeah. type of thing. Um, where the images, like, they can react to sounds and stuff like that. Just like, kind of like a normal psychedelic. Yeah. Uh, and then that, that will lead to hallucinations when your eyes are open. So at first okay. it just starts when your eyes are closed. You start getting that like pre thing. Yeah. And then you start to see things when your eyes are open. Um, then like as the treat trip peaks, uh-huh. that's when you start seeing things like, uh, that are more concrete, like not concrete, but you see things 
as if they were there and they had intelligence. Okay, um, do you know when the peak usually hits? Like, I mean, I'm guessing it's just like most oral things, probably like an hour to an hour and a half, maybe. I don't know. It's it's kind of all up in the air because of our bodies. Yeah, that's and true. the the brew. Who knows what's in the brew? Who knows how strong it is? Yeah, like this one's really kind of like, you know what I mean? Okay. Um. Yeah, so you you start seeing things that are like. Not just like, oh, I'm seeing that thing. Mm-hmm. It's more like, oh, that thing exists on its own accord. You know what I mean? Like like seeing a tree? Like he described it as being in a lucid dreams, being in the lucid dreams of an alien. What is that? What? So a lucid dream. like <laughs> No, I know what a lucid dream yeah. is. Well, maybe some people don't. So a okay. lucid dream is like where you're, it's a way for you to control what's going on in your dream. So if you're having a dream, it's it's the ability to like control it. Yeah, control like, what happens in your dream. It's like a skill that some people can develop. Yeah, I had it when I was a kid. Lucid Did dreams. Did I ever tell you about my first lucid dream? No. Okay, so I I, I was five, and I had just seen Chucky for the first time, mm-hmm. and I had a bad dream about Chucky. And I was in my grandparents' house, and I was, like, running away from Chucky. And then I was like, wait, this is a dream. I could, like, whatever. So I, like, turned around and took Chucky's knife and then sat on him. Yeah. And then he said he was sorry, and we went to Denny's and got pancakes. And that was my first ever lucid dream. All right. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, yeah, so lucid <laughs> dreams. It's specifically just the type of dream where you sit on Chucky and go to death. That's what a lucid dream is. I remember the, the waitress coming up and I was like, can I have some chocolate chip pancakes? I do you ever think have them. how you can't do math is because you filled up the spot in your brain of a dream you had when you were five? Maybe. So, so yeah, so imagine the lucid dream of an alien. Yeah, okay. So you're you're in a dream you can control, but everything around you doesn't make sense. Okay. So from what I can understand, because we're going to talk about DMT itself more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know how much this differs from actual just straight DMT that you can inhale. Mm-hmm. But it's kind. Of, I've heard that with DMT also. Like who they see the, the we're going to talk about the no, not aliens. I mean they see aliens too, but we're going to talk about the robot elves and all this other crazy yeah Excuse dmt me? gets crazy so but there's really concrete things in dmt too yeah where it's not just like i don't know from what i it's it's more of a thing where like on mushrooms or lsd you can kind of be like oh i'm hallucinating this mm-hmm. and with dmt or dmt containing things it almost seems like it's more oh i'm i'm just a part of this like i'm participating in this all of this is real like you're visiting a different place rather yeah. than seeing our world differently. You're mm. visiting an entire different place that also exists. That's what it makes it seem like. Like you're more of a traveler than looking over the veil. You've traveled like to the other side of the veil. Okay. Does that make sense? Is your mind melting right now? A little bit. Does that make sense though? Kind of? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. It'd be like if you're watching the TV. Mm-hmm. Say you're looking at the TV. Okay. That's 
normal psychedelic experiences. Like, wow, look at all this crazy stuff. Yeah. But here I am. And then it sounds like with the, I mean, with the, the heroic doses of mushrooms and LSD mm-hmm. or with DMT, it sounds like you're in the, you're inside the TV. Oh. And you're just like, I'm, this is real and I'm real and we're part of two separate things, but we're both just as real as each other. Does that make more sense? Yeah. I mean, that's probably wrong, but <laughs> that's what it seems like to me. You're just, you've gone to a different world. Okay. Um, let's see. So yeah, um, it's different for each person, obviously. Like, everyone's going to have a different experience. Yeah. Mentally, besides the hallucinations or the visions, whatever you want to call them, all that other stuff, besides the bodily changes, it's pretty much like everything else, where you get super deep realizations of your inner self. Like, it's kind of like we've heard with all of them, where it pulls out, like, everything about you and shows it to you. Yeah. Um, I think I remember, oh, I think it was Joe Rogan. I remember him talking about a DMT trip mm-hmm. where he had a bunch of like elves and jester costumes laughing at him. And the whole thing that he was realizing at the time was that he tries to explain things in a way that makes him sound cool or smart. Mm-hmm. And they were laughing at him like he was like a, like a joke. Like, that's so stupid that you do that. Like, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. And it kind of showed him that idea of within himself yeah so i think it sounds like this is more towards that like mushrooms kind of make you realize stuff too but this just drags out it's like look this is how you are so he was saying the author of this article was saying you can fight against it Mm -hmm. which probably isn't a good idea no also if you're doing this that's kind of what you're going for yeah like psychedelics you can have whatever opinion you want the more i research them it's less and less like i'm here to get fucked up Mm. like i wouldn't i couldn't imagine going into psychedelics with the idea that you'd go in with like alcohol like i'm gonna get so drunk tonight no like psychedelics you it's i don't know that just it's a weird thought so i can't imagine going into this like oh i'm gonna fight against this thing that it's showing me yeah because that's the whole point you were doing it for yeah you're going there to like realize something like imagine some frat boy just like woo ayahuasca and like oh god yeah you're not going to have fun tonight, man. Um, so, yeah, he the way he stated it was just keep reminding yourself that the plant knows you better than you know yourself. Well, all right. Yeah. that's a, And I feel like that's a good way to look at any psychedelic. Yeah. Because it's not showing you anything that's not true most of the time. It's not there to hurt you. No. I mean, it oh might hurt God. you. Yeah. But, it's but not... in a good way. Jeez. It's like if you have something in your teeth. And you're at work and like 10 people don't say shit. And then the last person was like, you got something in your teeth. Oh, that's your best friend. That's your friend. Yeah. They're, it's embarrassing, but they're doing it to help yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Ayahuasca is just trying to be like, man, you got some shitty personality traits in your teeth. And you're like, oh, thanks, man. You got a fucking booger. Yeah, exactly. Ayahuasca is telling you about the booger on your ego. <laughs> I think that's the the most scientific way to describe this. I like that. The booger right. on your ego. The booger on your ego. Now we're going to get into awful things. Here's here's a warning. If you don't want to hear about violence or sexual abuse, there is a little bit with this one. I'm going to... Hey, thanks for the episode. Uh, it, it gets dark. Okay. Um, I'm going to preamble this with... So... I don't know. It's hard because you don't want... 
you don't want these healing things to be seen in a negative way. Yeah. And I don't think there's, or, I mean, obviously, there's nothing inherently wrong with ayahuasca as a medicine, with shamans, or with people who use this religiously or in a healing way. Mm-hmm. But the more people you introduce into an experience, and the more power those people have, obviously bad things are going to happen. So, like, I looked up, here's an example. So, mm-hmm. when they did ayahuasca, they had to go to the Amazon, right? The same article? No, or? just anyone. Oh, like back, oh, yeah, way yeah. back when, yeah. when Westerners first started doing ayahuasca, mm-hmm. they had to go to the Amazon. It's been hap- they've been using it in the Amazon for religious and healing purposes for 2,000 years, maybe more. Yeah. And then like in the 60s when we started hearing about it, you had to go there to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you, I just Googled ayahuasca retreats in California mm-hmm. and there's like a top 10 list. Really? There's so many. Yeah. It's kind of like, it seems like, like the yoga thing. Yeah. Like how we, as, I mean, as Americans, it's some of the, some of the stuff I'm going to talk about also happen in other countries, Okay. but with Americans. Yeah. But it just seems like as soon as you add like the, the capitalism and just like, I don't know, it was such a, it was such a very specific healing, religious, like beautiful thing for so long. And then as soon as you add, like, psychedelic tourism, which is a thing, into yeah. it, stuff starts to get it's a little just murky, right? It's as bad as sexual tourism. Exactly. Well, uh, uh, when it's, it's bad. When it's bad, yes. yeah. There's nothing wrong just with sex like, workers. Just but... like psychedelic tourism. When it's bad, it's bad. Exactly. Bad so, people make things bad. Exactly. That's a good Ugh. way to say it. Bad things make things bad. Bad people make things bad. It doesn't have. It doesn't reflect anything on the people that use it appropriately. Yeah. Or I'm sure there's, like there's there's stories and stories of people that have been helped by shaman and everything. But I felt like I wouldn't be doing due diligence if I didn't mention some of the bad stuff. Because this is also a word of warning. If you're interested in doing this kind of this kind of thing, mm-hmm. be very careful. Because even yes. if you do it in the Amazon, there's dangers. If you do it in California, there's dangers. So we're going to talk about some of those. Also, we're not encouraging you to do it. No, but there is there is places, there yeah. is like retreats that you can go to. Yeah. We're not encouraging anyone to do anything ever. But no matter what you do, whatever psychedelic you take, you should be informed, right? Yes. So I found a list. I got the list from Irawid, which is a great resource if you've never used it. It has a bunch of drug stories, drug information. Um, there is a list of a few different stories. Okay. So a really popular one. Uh, this I found it on DailyMail.com. It's by, well, it's a popular story, but this is just the article that I pulled from. Um, I'm not going to be quoting that much information from it, but there was a, uh, this article is by Snijana Ferberov, um, a shaman in Peru. So like I was saying before with the medication or like the, uh, if you have a certain heart condition, Mm -hmm. they, I mean, they can put like cocoa, pure cocoa or cacao cocoa leaves cacao? the things they turn into cocaine yeah they can make brews from that or the tobacco brew tobacco is is lethal at certain doses i've heard that yeah it's very dangerous like to drink tobacco tea yeah. at certain doses or whatever um so those can kill you definitely if you have like an undiagnosed heart condition if you're taking medication like there's a lot of different stuff in these chemicals that can kill you yeah um so this one was that a uh a teenager who was 18 died 
at a retreat after mm. drinking the ayahuasca and was buried secretly by the shaman. What? Yeah, the shaman was Jose Pinita Vargas. Um, he, they, they say that he took too much of the ayahuasca, mm-hmm. which I think it's the same thing with most psychedelics. There isn't an like, overdose. Yeah. But you're putting an MAOI... Like, there's other things involved in this besides the ayahuasca. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so he, he went on this trip. It was $1,200 to be part of this retreat. He went. He died shortly after he drank the ayahuasca drink and was just buried in the forest. His mother didn't find out for a couple weeks when he didn't show up home. So that was a really that was a really big one. Yeah. Um, the shaman didn't... He was 18. No, how long ago? Um, Let's see. This article is 2012. Oh wow! <clears throat> there, so there's that one. That was a really famous one. Yeah. He, they just buried him without saying anything to anyone. Uh, another one was a man who killed another man at an ayahuasca retreat. So this, the the person who took the ayahuasca, uh-huh. also he took a double dose, and then also drank some of the pure coca tea. Okay. So he was very, very high. Out of it. Yeah, yeah, he was high. Yeah. And he started attacking another person. And the person he started attacking grabbed a knife and stabbed him <gasps> twice, killing him. But he said it was in self defense. I mean Yeah, it's it's yeah. just one of those things it's it's you get all these people together, it's a bunch of strangers in a room. Yeah. And so like to defend the shamans and all these kind of places. From what I read, there's amazing shamans. There's yeah. ones that work with you before the trip, during mm-hmm. the trip, after the trip. They help you understand what you saw during the trip. Like they're everything you could want in a trip sitter, basically. Yeah. They're there to take care of you. There's also people that are just doing it. Right? Yeah. Or there's people that just like think they're doing it well or whatever. Yeah. But you have a group of you could have a group of what 12 people and if all 12 of those people like two of them something bad starts happening you have to have a plan for that and it sounds like something definitely went wrong with this yeah right and then here's the worst one okay so this is what i was talking about when you have people and you put them in power right um this is a big article and there's been a lot of like if you want to read the whole article it's on bbc uh, it's called I Was Sexually Abused by a Shaman at an Ayahuasca Retreat. It's by Simon Mabin and Josephine Casterly. Um, I'm not going to go over the whole thing, but the basics of it was it was it was it's happened to multiple people. Yeah. And there's multiple people that have gone to the Amazon to have these trips. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe one of them. Yeah, she was researching psychedelic therapy. So she's done this before. Mm-hmm. But multiple times. At different places, this has happened where once the trip starts to kick in, mm-hmm. the shamans will sexually abuse the people on the trip. Yeah. So, like, one of the stories from the girls, I'm not going to get too into it, but she was saying, like, she started feeling really sick and not having a good trip. And she remembers him, like, rubbing her stomach and then putting his hands up her shirt. So this is, you're in another country as an American. You're in a completely different country. Yeah. I think these people were alone. Like, they didn't go with a group or friends or anything like that. Uh-huh. But even if they did, that's the thing, is you're you're out of your mind. You're on ayahuasca. Yeah. Like, it's a DMT trip for eight like, hours. I came here to trust you. Yeah. Came there to get healing. God. And this kind of thing happens, yeah. 
I yeah, it's disgusting. Hate people. It t- it the research definitely took a dark turn compared to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. But yeah, that's so that's these are all things that definitely can happen. This isn't an episode negging ayahuasca. No. Ayahuasca is amazing. From a lot of the stuff I read, it's it's helped people just as much as everything else has. It still sounds amazing. It's amazing. It's it's been used for thousands of years with no faults. Like it's helped a lot of people with addictions and different stuff like that. But also, like I said, I feel like I couldn't do it justice without saying it's it's not the drug itself. It's involving the people. Yeah. It's once you bring more people into it. I think that's the thing is that there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of like. Let's get together and all do LSD anymore. There used to be like in the 70s and stuff, but there's not a lot of that happening in the 80s in the 80s. But it's not like you're going to this place. With these people you don't know and getting out of your head on a psychedelic. That's not happening as much, right? Yeah. But that's what's happening with this. And it sounds like from the the trips are very intense. So you're yeah. just kind of like, I mean, they can use the argument like, no, that never happened. And then it's the argument of somebody who's high on a psychedelic versus somebody who's not supposed to be. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy that that's happening. I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but it's happening more... I don't know if it's happening more, but there's more, there's more of these places. Like yeah. I, I was reading articles. I was going to talk about some of them, but there's, there's a bunch. There's some in California. I think there's one in San Jose. Like they're everywhere. Yeah. I don't know the legality of them. I don't know. I think I read another story that I didn't include, but it, it had to do with something where um, I think it was in the States and somebody died after drinking the ayahuasca and... They didn't call the ambulance for like two mm. hours because they had a tea that they were supposed to give them to see if it helped and it didn't end After up helping. After they died? No, like while they were like, something was obviously wrong with oh, them. okay. Tried, they had, it said it took him like 45 minutes to get the ingredients for the tea, gave him the tea, and by that time he was dead 30 minutes later. I think that they did not get in trouble uh-huh. because it's technically okay to make the brew from the the vine it, it's one of those weird legal things yeah it's kind of like when uh there was a church that was using mushrooms religiously mm-hmm. and they stayed open for a long time i think it was in oakland and i think they just got shut down mm-hmm. but it's one of those like middle ground things yeah but that being said if you're gonna do something like this do your research do for sure. Do weeks and weeks and months of research. So much. Because you're putting your life and your your mental well-being in the hand of a stranger, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Took a dark turn, this one. Yeah. I mean, this, this was the first one where I really started to see a lot of stuff like that, where you don't see it as much with psychedelics because there's not overdoses. And, like, most of the stories of people doing psychedelics and thinking they can fly are just made up. Yeah. But this one did have some little bit of dark behind it. But not the drug. Yeah. Just no. the people. It's always people. It's man. people. The more people you bring in, the shittier it's gonna be. <sighs> Look at it. LSD. Like the more they involve the government and stuff like that, then they were dosing people without knowing. Yeah. Like none of it's it's funny that psychedelics as a whole get a bad rap. The psychedelics, mm-hmm. when any bad thing you look at that has happened is because of other people. Like, oh, look at the CIA agent who lost his mind and jumped out the window. Well, he was dosed without they were his mind. Him. Exactly. 
So they're like, LSD is dangerous because of this. Like, no, LSD didn't do anything. No. It was the people using the drug that did something. By themselves, separate, there's almost, there's like nothing bad with psychedelics. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, so that's today's super positive episode. Can you say something happy? Something happy. Um. To end, I'm so bummed out. It's pretty bummy. It's, it has also done great things for people. Say, Just think of that. Tell me a happy story. A happy story? Tell me about, like, ayahuasca Just aliens. Anything. I don't know. Don't. Yeah, it's it's a bummer, this one. I feel really bad for all the people that that happened to. Yeah. It's just a scary thing. But, I mean, that's the truth. That's real life. It's another one of those things that's kind of gotten bastardized and turned into something evil at at some point. Uh, Okay. Uh, The second half of this podcast is also streaming on Twitch most days if you're interested in coming and watching a little bit of video games. Probably not today. I'm going to go eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. It's been rough. Um, I don't know what that next episode is going to be, but it'll be something cool. Okay. I feel like I want to keep going on this, like, the did traditional we... and the planty one, so I might do, like, peyote. Did we do a mushroom therapy episode? We haven't done any therapy episodes. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to try to get all the information of each of the psychedelics out there mm-hmm. and then talk about psychedelic therapy as a whole. Okay. So that way it's not like, well, they use ayahuasca therapy and you're like, what is ayahuasca? You know what I mean? I want to try to get it out there. So then you can be like, okay, DMT is going to be probably a long couple episodes. because there's a lot of crazy shit about DMT. Isn't there aliens? And you said robot elves? Robot elves? Yeah. Everything. All of it together. In one. Alien robot elves? Yeah. I'm okay. Also, message us. Let us know what you'd like to hear. I promise I'll check. She will She will check the messages that we've been begging for and that we have now received and have gone unanswered. There was a message on Gmail and I thought it was somebody and I was so excited and then it was just a scammer. Damn it. Well, thank you to the scammer for messaging us. Yeah, it's always thanks. nice to hear from people. Sorry that... I can't send you $50,000. Is that what they asked for? Just straight out? Well, Didn't even like, start with like a thousand? Well, no, they had this whole story and they were like, my husband's dying. If you send me this much, I'll I'll like put you in the will or something. It was something <laughs> stupid. And I was like, dude, really? I miss the good old days of the, the African prince. Yeah. At least like. At least give me an interesting story. Yeah. She was um, like, I'm very rich and my husband's dying. Send me money. Wait. And I'll send you money. You could just fix your husband. Yeah. I don't know. Um, her picture in her Gmail was her next to a BMW. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, Subtle. that's the way to end an episode, I guess. <laughs> Follow don't, us on all our socials. Be a good person. Don't be a scammer. Follow us, message us, chipsitters pod. Chipsitters Pod on Reddit, Chipsitters Pod at gmail.com, Chipsitters Pod on Twitter, Trippypotamus on Twitch. That's it. That's it. Be good, be nice, 
Have a good day. Give virtual hugs. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.